hello, hello, welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on in, come on in, come on in. This is Show Up Manifesting, right? And I am your girl, your host, Shamarie, your affirmation queen. So this week, y'all, I want to do something a little fun. Since it's, um, we're surrounded by the holidays and Christmas. So this month I'm dedicating, you know, my episodes that I do, you know, to uh, fun facts. Like to, for y'all to get me, to get to know me even better than you already know. So what has been going on since the last time y'all heard from me? Uh, it's it's been going pretty well. Um, I had a great I mean I had a great holiday, Thanksgiving holiday. Um, I have been working on many projects that I have up and basically trying to get things together for the start of the new year. So you know, right about this time we start doing our vision boards and different things like that. So that's what I kind of been doing, trying to get prepared for 2023 for whatever God is getting ready to, to do and how he's getting ready to catapult me. So yeah, that's what's been going on with me. Again, so this episode, this would consider uh, fun fact questions. So where y'all can get to know me even more than you already know. So go ahead and grab what you need to grab. Go ahead and turn it up on your phone or on your laptop or whatever device that you're listening to me on. So yeah, go ahead and do what you need to do and let's get it. Hey, 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 I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. So to make this episode a fun one, because if you didn't know, I'm going to let you know now. This is episode 10 of Show Up, Manifest, and Grind. Y'all, we have made it to the 10th episode. Woo! So, because this is episode number 10, I decided to make this one fun, you know, to give y'all some more fun facts about me and to answer some questions so y'all can get to know me a little bit a little bit more, and to have fun with this 10th episode, y'all, I've made it to number 10. Do you know how many podcasters have given up right now before they even made it to their 10th episode? I'm so excited and just happy that I made it to number 10. Do you hear me? Number 10. So yeah, I'm here to give y'all some fun facts about me, Shani Marie, your girl. The affirmation queen. So, how have I been doing, like, for real? Um, Right now, I'm kind of battling a little cold, but, hey, I am determined to not to let anything stop me from doing what I need to do. I'm, I just can't. I, I can't let anything stop me because I know that what I'm doing, this podcast, is what God had put in me to do. So I'm going to do what I need to do through sickness, through 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 it all, you know. And I'm here, you know, 
I'm going to do what I need to do. So, yeah, I'm here. I'm showing up. I'm showing up so I can do what I need to do to make sure that y'all have what y'all need to have, which is an episode for me every week. Okay. So the question that I uh I saw that kind of piqued my interest that I can can answer is it says what has been going on in your life recently that you expected and did not expect. To be honest, a lot has been going on that I did not expect. I mean, literally in this last quarter. I did not expect to start a podcast, <laughs> number one. I did not expect to be featured in the magazines that I have been featured in. I did not expect, oh, what else, uh, to be nominated for Woman on the Rise and Praise Dance of the Year. Those are the things that I did not expect. I mean, I didn't see it coming. Am I happy about him? Heck yeah, I'm happy about it. Yes, I'm very happy about the things that I did not expect. Uh, Things that I expected, I expected change this year for 2022. And the change has come. I knew 2022, I expected 2022 to be better than 2021. And it has far exceeded my expectations, what I had in my mind. And that shows me that I can do whatever I need to do. And God is going to bless me exceedingly and abundantly above all that I could ever actually think. And I'm telling you that too. He can bless you exceedingly and abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think. Again, who would have thought I would have started a podcast? Y'all, <laughs> just that one thing by itself was so unexpected. I mean, I, it was so unexpected. <laughs> I'm so serious. Like, I'm still in shock. I'm still processing that I have a podcast and I'm actually doing this thing. <laughs> so, yeah, that was some of the things that happened in my life recently that I did not expect. So the next question is, what is my favorite drink? Honestly, water is. Now, if you would have caught me a couple of years ago, I probably would have told you some type of soda. But right now, my favorite drink is water. If you can ask anybody, you can ask my husband, he will tell you, yeah, she would drink water over soda. She would drink water over juice. I drink water like like it's it's a soda or something. I mean, water is my absolute favorite. You know, I don't as I got as I've gotten older, I don't I guess the taste for water has changed. So, that is my drink of choice. So, the next question is what is your favorite meal? My favorite meal is hot roast with the potatoes and carrots and some collard greens and some hot water cornbread, baby, you just give me that, I will be satisfied. That That is like my absolute favorite meal. 
It's crazy that it's my favorite, but I don't cook it a lot. But it is my favorite. Pot roast with potatoes and carrots and some collard greens and some hot water cornbread. That is my favorite. With a side. Now, when I eat that, I want a side of Kool-Aid. Red Kool-Aid to be exact. So, yep. My favorite artist. It has changed so much over the years, but one one artist has stuck like through the, the test of times. I actually love Kurt Franklin and his music. I know a lot of the, the music has changed over times, but that's who I've who I was raised up with, and he still creates very beautiful music, and so, yeah, my favorite artist is Kurt Franklin. Um, for what they call secular artists, I would have to say, oh, let me see, who would, who would I say as my secular artist who I can literally sit there and listen to all day? I mean, it's so many great artists out here, but I I think, uh, let's see. Wow, I've never really thought about who is my favorite secular artist. I really, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to say Beyonce because I know more of her songs than any other artist that's coming into my head right now. So I have to say, that's another one that has been on the top of my list when I listen to my music that's in my playlist. It's Beyonce. So, yeah, I, I could say Beyonce is one of my favorite artists. So, the next question is, what is your favorite movie? Y'all, my absolute favorite movie of all, all, all times is Little Shop of Horrors, the 1980s edition, I think it's 87, with Tisha Arnold and um, uh, Tisha Campbell, I'm saying Tisha Arnold, Tisha Campbell and Tashina Arnold, and I love that movie, I mean, that was, that's one movie I can literally see and quote with the music, with the uh Volume down, me and my sister can literally say the whole movie from beginning to end with the music down and can tell you what they're saying in every scene, say every song from beginning to end. Little Shop of Horrors is my ultimate favorite, 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 and that's not even a word, but favorite, favorite movie of all times. So the next question is what book, book or books have changed? my life the most. Well, of course, the first one would be the Bible has changed my life the most. Um, that's what I read on a daily. Uh, I have to have my quiet time with God before I even start my day, and that's just how I do it. That's how I, I feel like my day will be as successful as it will be because I gave God the first part of my day. So I always start my day with reading 
the the word of God, the Bible, is giving God my time, my the first half of my day, the first part of my day. So the second book that I can say is one of my favorite books and it has changed my life the most is called Taming Your Tongue in 30 Days. <clears throat> I can't remember exactly who wrote it, but I remember this was the first book that I ever bought. I saw this cover in the grocery store and I was like, wow, this seems interesting. So I picked it up and I bought it. And when I tell you there were so many nuggets in that book for the 30 days, having your tongue in 30 days, basically is telling you, showing you how to get control of your mouth because this mouth has power. This mouth can hurt people. This mouth can encourage people. And that one book in particular has really blessed me and actually helped me to not to say everything that I think. You know, I was I was never really a person that said everything that I thought, but that even further confirmed to me to not to say everything that, you know, comes to your head, comes to your mind. Sometimes being quiet is golden. And then other times speaking is golden as well. So yeah, 30 days of taming your tongue is one of my favorite books as well. What is the hardest challenge that I've had to overcome in my life? One of the hardest challenges was getting through and starting my healing process of my childhood traumas. For those who do not know, I was uh, molested and raped, molested and raped as a child and as a young adult. And those were some most difficult days for me. Those were very challenging, but I've learned within the last three years that all of it has a purpose, that we don't go through anything for ourselves. It's for to help somebody else and coming to terms and actually dealing with those past traumas was very, very challenging for me. Because I wanted to give up. I wanted to throw in the towel. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to talk about this. But God said, yes, you are. You're going to talk about this. And so how I overcame that that challenge in life, I used the avenue of writing. That was one of the things that I did as a kid. I had a journal. I had a lot of journals. I wish I could I've kept up with all of them. I had so many journals as a kid, but when I was asked to, when I was asked, well, not asked, but when I acquired to be in an anthology book, that was one of the topics that we had to figure out. What were we going to talk about in our chapter? So my my uh, topic was dealing with how words from what people have said to you over the years, have how how they have affected me in my life, and how those words uh, can follow you throughout your childhood, throughout your teen years, and into your adulthood. And in my chapter, I brought out what happened to me as a young child and how 
my words literally changed my life. How me keeping quiet, how how it stopped me from uh, not receiving the help that I need earlier. But if you want to read my story, you can always go and look at my link tree and you can purchase your book for my link tree. All right. And it'll be down in the show notes. Y'all forgive me. My, my, uh, my heat just popped on. Y'all may hear it, but it's okay. So the next question is, what are your favorite hobbies and pastimes? I love to sing. I love to dance. I love to paint. I love to write. I love to draw. Those are things that fulfill me, you know, personally to where I can be by myself. And I can do these things, you know, and I will be happy. Most of the time, I'm always humming and singing. I dance. It brings so much fulfillment for me. I am starting starting back to paint again because painting was one of my outlets that I did on the regular. But I'm going to start back up because... I've ordered me some, some stuff to start back painting. And so the next question is, uh, when have you grown the most in your life and what caused that growth? Going back to, I think that was 2021. I've grown the most in 2021 and 2022, but the most was 2021. And what happened to cause that growth? I finally opened my mouth. And was able to tell my story through writing. I finally, again, told my story. I finally said something. This is what happened. And so that's when I grew the most in my life. When I finally said, okay, devil, shut up. I'm going to open my mouth and I'm going to tell my story because my story is someone else's story. So, yeah, that is uh when I grew the most of my life and that was the cause of it. Me wanted to get free, but me wanted to get to be delivered and finally break free from those things that were holding me back in my past. So the next question is what is your favorite place to vacation? Y'all I actually absolutely love Florida. I don't care where in Florida, Orlando, all the beaches, Daytona beaches. I mean, Florida is like my favorite vacation, place to vacation. When, I, when I'm ready to just really go and have some fun because me and my husband are theme park junkies. So I would say Orlando is like our favorite, favorite spot when it comes to theme parks. And then like my second favorite place, will be Myrtle Beach again, another beach. <laughs> we have so much fun in Myrtle Beach. And so, yeah, Florida, any of those beaches in touristy cities and destinations in Florida, as well as Myrtle Beach. Those are my absolute favorite places to vacation. So the next question is, where do I see myself in five years? In five years, I see my podcast growing even more than it is now. We are we are already international, but I know in five years it's gonna be 
phenomenal. It's going to be in a place where God has me. I see myself as a businesswoman, the CEO of my own business. I see myself, which I am now still a, a content creator, an even, even bigger content creator, someone who is impacting the lives of those around the world. I see myself just traveling. I've always seen myself traveling, even as a little kid. And in five years, I plan on being internationally known, like all these planes go, like speaking and, and sharing my story and encouraging others of all across the world that they too can be delivered, that they too can be set free, that they too can show up for themselves, that they too can grind for what they want. They too can manifest every single dream that they have. So in five years, like I said, I see myself as a amazing woman, an amazing speaker, amazing CEO of my own company that's affecting the world in a positive, positive way. So the next question is, what motivates me to get up in the morning? Just being grateful that I'm still alive is enough motivation for me because it lets me know that the assignment that I have with my life has not been completed yet. So that motivates me to get up. But another thing that motivates me to get up is music. I love music. And it makes my day, it makes me smile, you know, it literally changes my mood, you know. When you you know, music has an effect on you, you know, in so many different ways. And it motivates me to get up, okay, what can I listen to today when I get up? And just another thing that motivates me is knowing that I have something that someone else needs, that I have a word, that I have a smile, that I have a hug that someone else needs. So that also motivates me to get up in the morning, knowing that I can have a positive impact on someone's life. That right there is enough for me to get up, to say, okay, you have to get up because guess what? You got something that somebody needs today. Even when I'm not feeling my best, I still be like, okay, God, what can I do? What can I say to help somebody else, to brighten somebody else's day? So that right there within itself motivates me to get up every single morning. So the next question is, what is my favorite season of the year? We're in it right now, baby. I well, no, we're not quite in it. I love winter. Winter is like my favorite season. I'm a winter baby. I was born in January, so I'm a winter baby. So, of course, I love winter. Winter is fun because two of my favorite holidays is in the winter, Christmas, and my birthday. So, yeah, that's why 
<laughs> winter is my favorite season. And plus, I just love sweaters and boots, you know, just being snuggled with, with warm cider and just watching holiday movies. Winter is the time just... It's just it for me, you know. I got quite sure that somebody was like, "Oh my gosh, you like where it?" Yes, I love winter. Winter is is my favorite season. So the next question is, what is the most embarrassing moment in your life so far? I can honestly say the most embarrassing moment has been. Let me see. Oh, I fell off the school bus. <laughs> When I was in high school, I think I was in 10th grade. I, and I honestly cannot tell y'all what happened, like, how I feel. But nothing. All I know is I was getting ready to go down the steps of the bus. And I just, I don't know what happened. I don't know if I missed a step or what. And all I remember is getting up off the ground. My, one of my friends helped me get off the ground. I'm like, what happened? And I was so embarrassed because I was like, oh, Lord, they done seen me tumble down these stairs. And then a couple of people was like teasing, like, oh my gosh, she called the bus, la la. And I was like, oh, this is so embarrassing. So I know somebody felt say about say something about this all day long. So yeah, that was <laughs> my my most embarrassing moment in my life so far. I, I honestly can't remember anything else. If it's something else, I can't remember at the moment, but that was that's the one that stands out the most to me when I think about embarrassing moments. The next question is, what five people would you bring with you if you were stuck on a desert island? Of course, I would bring my husband, number one. I would bring my sister. <laughs> I would bring uh, my mom. Who else would I bring? Uh I would bring my uncle because he would be the one that would be making jokes about everything and keep everybody laughing. So I'll bring my uncle, my uncle Norman to be exact. And who else would I bring? Um, I'm trying to think. Who else would I bring? Um, I don't know. Who else would I bring on a desert island with me? I don't know. I can only think of four. Let me think. Let me see. Who who would be the fifth person? And I'm really sitting here thanking y'all for real. Like, I don't know. I don't know. We got four. Four out of five is good for me. Okay, so the next question is, is mental health important to you personally? Yes. Yes, yes, and absolutely yes. Mental health is very important to me. I did not have the same view when I was younger as I have now. You know, as I was younger, you know, we were always taught, oh, you don't need, you know, to go to therapy. Your mental health is, you're all right. You know, just pray about it and leave it alone. No. No, 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 no. I'm a very strong advocate for mental health. I would tell anybody any day, go get you some therapy. Whether you think you did or not. Go and get you some therapy because I, I guarantee you there's something in your life that you have dealt with that you really thought you are over, but you really are not over. And once they begin to peel those layers back, you will see that you're not over it like you think you are. 
And that's how I was when I got my therapy. I didn't think I needed therapy, but once I got into it, I realized, okay, yeah, you really do need therapy because you have been holding in so much stuff over the years. And so, yes, mental health is very important. You have to take care of yourself. Listen to me. Take care of yourself mentally, physically, spiritually. Take care of yourself. Your mental health is part of your self-care, okay? Take care of you. It's okay. If you need to go and get you some therapy, go get it. Listen, I don't care what nobody else got to say. Go get your heal. Go get your healing to start your healing. To I've been saying this from day one. Go and do what you need to do to get your breakthrough, to get your healing, to heal you, to make sure that you are good mentally, okay? And the last question is, what is my favorite quote? Well, this is a quote that I've I've had for quite a while. I can't remember why I saw it, but it, it actually, like, it, it stuck with me when I heard it and I saw it. And the quote was, when I am at the end of my rope, I asked God to tie a knot at the end of the rope so that I could hold on just a little while longer. For some reason, that quote was with me since forever. (laughs) I can't even tell you how old I was when I first heard it. But it meant so much to me. You know, we hold on. We was like, God, I just want to just let go. I I really just want to I just want to let go and just say forget it. But I know I can't just let go. So I have to ask God, okay, God, tie down at the end of this rope so I can hold on just a little while longer until you release me to let it go. Because I honestly believe He's gonna He will release you to let eventually let that rope go. But until then, tie. <laughs> a knot to the end of this rope so that I can hold on just a little while longer to not to give up. And that is that is my favorite quote. Like that's the quote that one of the quotes that I, I just keep in the back of my head that I keep, you know, going through my head. And yeah, that that that's one of I have several, but that is one that I, I I picked up over the years, and I love it. So that was the last question for the fun and facts. It was fun, y'all. Actually, answering these questions, and I and I pray and I hope that y'all get y'all have gotten to know me a little bit better, and that y'all like this uh, episode of Fun Facts. And I believe I'm gonna do it again for. Um, my next episode by myself, so y'all can get to love me a little bit longer. But yeah, just stay tuned for the grinding moment. And y'all will get your your grinding moment, your quote, to take you through to the next week. Y'all have a blessed week. And yeah, stay tuned for the grinding moment. All right, y'all. This is your grinding moment. Grinding moments. 
I'm gonna give you some nuggets to help you grind today. This is your grinding moment. Grinding moment. I'm gonna give you some nuggets to help you grind today. This is your grinding moment. Hey, I'm back with your grinding moment. Did you not enjoy getting to know me a little bit better? And just, you know, y'all get some of these fun facts that y'all got about me. I really enjoyed recording this episode as well. Again, this is episode 10. Hey, we at 10, y'all. 10. Your girl is at number 10. I'm so excited that I'm at number 10. This is this has been a, a life-changing journey with this podcast. I mean, who would have thought? <laughs> Y'all were like, girl, that's not a word. I know. Who would have thought? But yeah, it's it's been so good. It's been so cool, you know, to do what I what I've been doing here for the last what we had two months now. Yeah, two months. Yeah, for the last two months. We have hit two months. And the podcast is two months old. Yeah, we're on episode 10 and it's been two months. Yes. So, for your grinding moment, I wanted to give you a funny, inspirational quote. And because we're doing fun facts, you know, I thought we'd, you know, light up the mood and give out a, a funny, inspirational quote. And it has a very good meaning as well as funny, but it's also, it also has a very, very good meaning. So the quote is by Betty Reese. And the quote is, if you think you are too small to be effective, you have never been in a dark room with a mosquito. I'll read it again. Y'all, when I saw this, I was like, this is too funny. But it says, if you think you are too small to be effective, you have never been in the dark with a mosquito. And that is by Betty Reese. Basically, you think that you are too small or, oh, the podcast just started. I can't have no effect on anybody. It's not going to have any effect. Baby, yes, you can have an effect on someone. You're never too small. Never despise small beginnings, baby. Because you can do it. I'm telling you, you will have an effect on people more than you think you, you are. Again, she said, have you ever been in a dark on a mosquito? How many times have you been bitten by a mosquito? Just think about it. As small as that insect is, baby, it will tear you up and you'll be jumping around and hollering and slapping yourself trying to get it away from you. It has a big impact. It's small. It's a tiny little insect. But it causes people that's a hundred times bigger than it to move, to react. So think about it. You being as small as you think you are 
your, your little self, your small self, your small beginning, your small podcast, your small business, your small this, your small that can have people moving and reacting in ways that you never thought that it would have an effect on them. So I'm telling you for this week, remember this quote. If you think you're too small to be effective, you have never been in the dark with a mosquito. Use that as a motivation to know that you can have an effect on the world. You may think, oh, I'm just this one person out of billions and billions of people. One person can change the world. One person can impact the world. So continue to do what you do, baby. Continue to do what you do. Because it has an effect on someone. It literally changes the lives of those around you. All right? So that is your grinding moment for the week. Y'all have a blessed and wonderful week. Stay positive and know that you are big in Christ. Know that you are big. You may feel like you're small, but you are big and you can have a great impact on the world. All right, y'all. See y'all next week when we will talk to our guests. Come on in and come on back to see what we will be talking about. All right, y'all. Bye.